here's a, how they describe the, the vehicle they're trying to sell. All right. I'm in. Zombie Acopolypse Assault Vehicle and Troop <laughs> Transport. Jeez. <This> full-size <laughs> armored zombie. You know, they always said he was three strokes better than anybody he played against until he went up against Y.E. Yang. That was his first crack in his armor, really, in a major. So to be a nicer, kindler tiger might have been nice, a detriment. A nicer what? Kindler. Kindler? Did I say kindler? That's not a word. I know that. And I'm I will agree with that. you 100%. <laughs> You're not a kindler. kindler. I win. Yes, Finally. Uh, so my <clears throat> son had, had a puppy, and he took her to doggy daycare. Right. Which was awesome. It's expensive, though. Yeah, it ain't cheap. Is it? Yeah. yeah. At this point, look at my arms. I look like an AIDS victim. I, I don't care. I, I wanted to. How does an AIDS victim look? Well, they, remember they used to all have scabs before they had medicine? Remember in the 80s? You don't remember that? I was AIDS free. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Glad to hear that. <clears throat> well, so what are you doing for not, not chewing? So this has been a long time thing? Uh, but maybe not in the public consciousness up until recently. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. I, I would say you might want to get used to it. At some point, it's going to be legal nationwide, yeah. whether you like it or not. Well, and if you don't like it, don't deal with it. I didn't That's partake, all. and I didn't have a Red Bull either, but I'm a little out of the weather today. So, Under the weather or out of the weather? Out. You Under? Just, you just said out of the weather, so I just I was just seeing if you maybe come up with a new phrase. Three minutes oh. in. Three minutes, exactly. <laughs> out of the weather. What does under the weather mean? It's, it is out of the weather. Under, wait. Under the weather. Yeah. Kind of like uh, tip okay. of the icing. <laughs> you need to I, start your own language. That's all there is to it. Well, with your With to, your own translator. I have to look up. Maybe, you know, I, I, it is under the weather, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I guess there are certain limits to me. I don't care what PETA thinks. Do I look fat in this? Why do you hate money? I love money. I like money. That's one flawed guy. Welcome... Golf world, sports world, to the tee box on the ticket. This is Craig Rosengarten. <clears throat> no Rick today. But my crew is almost all back, and I'm very happy to have them. I'll tell you where everybody, we'll find out where everybody was last week. Nobody was here. No Kern, no Jay, no Rick. Yeah, Eli stepped up. And I got somebody else stepping up for me today. Morning, Conrad. Good morning. That's Conrad Schindler, PGA Tour professional slash Corn Ferry star, past champion, and uh, part-time hustler. So if you see him on a golf course, don't bet him. Uh, We can always divvy out enough shots. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wink, get, wink. We'll get into that. Um, by the way, this this show is brought to you by the greatness of PGA Tour Superstore, our title sponsor for the year. Thank you, guys. One of my favorite places to go around the corner, literally around the corner from here. But this 
Today, we are at Union Bear, the greatness of Union Bear, not open yet, and what a great place to watch a game, drink a beer, have some nachos or whatever greatness that they have of food. We'll get into their menu in a bit. The home menu is good. So how about that home, Union well, Bear Who is that? <laughs> My lord. lord. Yeah, so you know what? <clears throat> Coming up next, let's talk. Let's find out where everybody was last week and welcome them back. And we'll do that right after this. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. It is officially 8.15 on The Ticket. You got the tee box. I'm Craig Rosengarten. With me today is the greatness of Conrad Schindler. By the way, one of the greatest sports names ever, Conrad Schindler. Thank you. I chose it. You didn't, but kudos to your parents for choosing it because it is one of the best damn names ever. All right, I'll give him credit. Um, Hell yeah. Happy you're here. we got a lot of golf to talk about. Let's talk golf. But before we get to that, let's talk about who's here and who's not. First off, Rick does have COVID. Feeling well. He uh, is a technically a breakthrough case. He... Um, Bitch. He has been vaccinated, was vaccinated early, maybe March or April of this year, um, but was, and he bragged about it, but he was with a 100-year-old birthday human who he was helping out. They played golf with the guy who was 100 years old, one of his friend's dads, and he got it. And so Rick got tested, and lo and behold, he was positive. He got, he, he got one of those one those home tests, tested again, positive again, went to get the real live test. It takes a day or two, positive there. Three for three. Um, in the first five or six days, you know, he said he had a little sniffle or whatever. I mean, I, being vaccinated, I think your symptoms are way lower. And, um, but a, I think yesterday or the day before, or maybe it was it maybe Wednesday or Thursday, he lost his taste and smell. So I'm thinking, all right, you know, lose a little weight, lose your appetite. He goes, no, I'm hungry all the damn time. I'm thinking, how is that? If you eat an Oreo double stuff, you can't taste it. Why would you even eat one? But he said, no, I'm really hungry. I said, okay. So he will, uh, so by the way, next week there'll be no tea box. First time in 18 years I've been doing the show that Rick and I have taken the week off together. Wow. But uh, I will be away celebrating my anniversary early, and Rick will be at the Formula One if he's healthy by then. And so uh, no show next week. So Rick will have three weeks off. That has never happened either. Last week, we had no Jay King. Where were you, Jay? What's up, gentlemen? Uh, I went down and made the trek to Austin to go see Weekend 2 of Austin City Limits since Ah. concerts are back. Enforce. Highlight highlight of the trip. Which concert was the highlight? Uh, Sunday was definitely the best day. I saw Dallas's own Mark Rebier, and then I saw Greta Van Fleet, who I was just playing their return, and Tyler the Creator. Great set. Have heard of none of them. You you've never heard of any of them. Mm-mm. I would say if if I had to pick one for Craig to listen Craig. to, I would tell him to listen to Greta Van Fleet because they yeah, sound exactly like, like Led Zeppelin. Oh, I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan. You would love Greta Van Fleet. 
Well, I have a big concert this week. I'm going to see uh, the Doobie Brothers, like, 50th anniversary tour Wednesday night, or Tuesday night. Doobie Brothers. So, uh, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay with the Doobie Brothers before Michael McDonald, but he's coming too. wasn't a big fan of his stuff, so. But, um, anyway, so I have one. My, dragging my wife, she'd rather go see Greta Van Fleet. That listens. That sounds like Led Zeppelin. Though. They're good. Kern. Yes, sir. You did not show. You showed and set us up, and then you left. You were with your mom. Yes, I was. Because you had an apparatus hooked up to your nose. Yeah, that and finally came out on Wednesday. Love you to death, but I'm not sure I could have done the show for two hours staring at you with that thing. I'm actually. Thingy glad that I left because later on that day I had to go back to the ER to actually get a different apparatus because that one was not long enough. Huh. It was not um, applying the right pressure to the blood vessel that was blowing up in my nose. Really? Mm-hmm. I was still bleeding down my throat. So, um, so you okay now, though? Oh, yeah. I'm good. Okay, That's good. probably why normal. I sound the way I do. It's all right. You look normal, so good. Then we have the, uh, for two weeks in a row, the only person who was with me last week was Jonathan Dodd. So welcome back to Intickers. Hey, glad to be back. Um, okay, so we had a nice show today. I'm glad you're here, Conrad. Glad to be here. Because 8.30 we got leaderboards. We, we saw an albatross. A deuce. Which, uh, ever had one? Nope, I have, uh, I've lipped out, I've hit the stick, and then I've had a couple roll up to about within a foot. I have one. They're rare. I think I think they're I think they're harder than a hole in one because yes. it requires two really good shots and really long shots. Yes, really long shots. So I I was wondering about yesterday. I was playing Cowboys Golf Club. Played nine holes back nine, and number eighteen was straight downwind. So one of the guys was if you hit a really really good shot and you hit it over the bunker on the right, you could have had as Hard as the wind was going, 155, 160 yards in. If you hold it there, still an albatross? Absolutely. I mean, it's... It's like having a 100-yard par 3 hole-in-1, still hole-in-1, right? It's just the elements. You can't... Those are out of your control. So, well, but in the world of of, uh, track and field, if you're wind-aided, that adversely affects any world records or records. I did not know that. That's true. Hmm. If it's um, doesn't in horse races though, which I never understood. I guess you're going around the whole. I I never understood that. But really, yeah. Even if you run around the whole track, if it's wind aided, it still doesn't count. Yep. Because it's funny if you think of like if you're running a 400 meter race. Yeah, you're going you're, back and forth. But you're it, getting against it and with it. But if it's a wind aided sprint, 100 yard mm. or 200 yard, I think uh, doesn't count if it's. It does not. Yeah. So. That was my only chance. Shakari Richardson has your uh, only chance. A wind-dated race just for me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at 8:30 we got leaderboards. Give you a little update on show. We got leaderboards. Um, we've got somebody who's playing a new iron set for the first time in 10 years, and we we saw an albatross yesterday. So we'll go through that at 8:50. A couple new rules that the tour kind of put in. One is driver length. Not sure how this affects everybody, but it was a, it was controversial. I'll get your take on that. And then uh, the TPCs had a new rule, which 
controversial as well. Get your take on that as well. At 9-10, well, baby talk, because somebody on the crew has a upcoming child coming on the way. How do you say that? Well, you're not pregnant, but your wife is, right? Uh, no, I am not pregnant. Yeah, my, all my tests were negative. I thought I was expecting. Expecting. Yes, you're expecting. Thank yes. you. That was a word I was looking for. Thanks, you, Kern. And uh, we'll go through what that's like and uh, why you have to bolt out of here at 1015 because you got somewhere to go after this and uh, how that might change your your schedule for the year and change your career. And at 930, we'll talk about that because you wanted to talk about um, – I want to talk about where you are in, in the in the scheme of what you're – schedule looks like next year and what you're doing and what travel's going to be like what it's been like for the last year and a half and what it's going to be like moving forward because you guys your first few are overseas right they're they're international international yes i mean technically i guess you go from like miami over the sea to the bahamas so there's bahamas and then what's after the bahamas there's a couple in bahamas uh panama and then colombia i call that overseas at least over the Caribbean. Yeah, you're going over some sea. I'll give it to you. <laughs> International Just by matters. a slight margin, but I'll give it to you. So, uh, is it, like, if I'm going to Hawaii, like, is that an overseas trip? Yeah. Well, you know, it's not international, though, like you said. I mean, but but uh, the technicality, yeah. it's overseas. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll get all into that. By the <laughs> way, this uh, segment is brought to you by Arcus Golf. I was at Cowboys yesterday. Uh, two cool notes. They wanted me to to promote the Experience Rare event, which I will be at. I think Rick will be if he's healthy, too. But got to give a little props to Cowboys because two things. One, the course is greener than I've ever seen it. And two, for the first time in, I don't know how long it's been open, but it's been open for maybe 15 years or, or so. And I'd say a little bit longer than that. And it's been number one on our list since they've been on, they've been open. For the first time in its career, they just put desserts on the menu. Hmm. So when it's all you can, which it is, you know, all-inclusive, now you can... Anything good on there. Oh, God, I had some sort of chocolate thing that was... Yeah, I need to work out extra hard today. It was good. They always had Oreos. Not the double stuffs, but... Um, but, yeah. Beggars so. can't be choosers. Well, you, you're not begging. You're, you're paying 200 bucks. That's fair. So, you, you know, but they finally got some desserts. They wanted me to try bread pudding. I've never been a bread pudding no, guy. No, so. I mean, I, I'm a big key lime pie guy. Well, maybe Jessica might uh, hear you, or G, who's kind of the head of food and beverage, and stick a key lime pie on there because it was good. So, anyway. All right, coming up next, we'll go through the leaderboards as uh, it's kind of a big event. It's uh, the CJ Cup. It's over in Vegas. You played the Summit Cup yet? I have not. Summit? No, I, I have not. One of the few Vegas courses I've not played. Looks pretty neat, though. It is. And uh, and someone's trying to run away with it. Yes. Wow. Go dogs. We'll talk about that next. But first, need to talk about advancedplaster.com. It just got cool. Fall is here. Why not get your pool fixed? You're not getting in it. It's a little chilly. Might as well get it, get it fixed, get it all redone. So here's the thing. We're staying at home more, right? We shouldn't be, but we are. And your backyard is just an extension to your entire home. It needs to look nice. 
Instead of painting the walls, paint the, the sides of your pool. Make that thing look better. JT over Advanced Plaster has done a great job. He has helped numerous P1s, helped a couple country clubs, did Las Queens Country Club School. And he is really, really good at what, what he does. You should see what, what Rick's look like. He looked like a... Uh, it looked like a pull from the 80s, and now it looks like the most modern hip pull, even though Rick is not that modern and hip. It's still a modern and hip pull. And uh, he he runs that thing from his phone on an app. He gets it hotter, he gets it colder, and puts the heat, hot tub on, puts the jets on. It's really, really cool. And JT does a really, really good job. Everybody he's, he's uh, pulls he's done for it, people have given me feedback and said he does a great job. So go to go to advancedplaster.com, advancedplaster.com. Get your pool fixed. It's cool. Get on the list. Go get it done. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. Listening to a little bit of Greta Van Sleep there. Sleep. Okay, it's a little Led Zeppelin light. I'll give you that. Okay. At 8.50, there's some new rules. Loving to get uh, Conrad's feedback. By the way, Conrad Schindler is my co-host today. Howdy. At Union Bear, the greatness of Union Bear. I like it here. Like watching games here. Like seeing the uh, John Malkovich light of the GM of Tanner. Do you look like John Malkovich to you? Kind of like, doesn't he? With a beard? I can see it. Yeah. So, this is that was when I did my little rounders An imitation. It wasn't very good. Anyway, do it again. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. He's got enough on me. Um, yes, but we'll talk about the rules because Conrad uh, does have uh, some interesting takes on that, and I do too. I and I must know. adhere to them. You do. Have to, well, yeah. is it going to change your life at all? No. That's the important part, right? <laughs> okay, so we have a leaderboard. It is the CJ Cup at the Summit. I've not played the Summit. I love Las Vegas golf, but I don't know that course at all. I think it's very exclusive. I think so, too. It's fairly new, I believe. Um, I don't think it's too, too old. So as a as a PGA Tour alum slash corn trader, if you called them and said, hey, I wanted a practice round out there, would they would they let you on? Like if you were preparing for this tournament? Well, but you're not in officially for next year. But you say, hey, look, I may get in next year. Mm, potentially. May depend on who you know and, okay. you know, if you have any connections. And sometimes it's, you know, I, I very seldomly ever call up to a club and be like, hey, I play professionally, been on tour, a corn fairy tour. You know, can I get out there? Sometimes it's. Very rarely do I do it. Like, even if I went to Grapevine Muni, I would probably just pay my greens fee. Really? Mm-hmm. Good for you. Good for you. How many times have you played with Keith Mitchell? Uh, played with Keith a uh, few times in 2017 and 18. Um, guy absolutely moves it. He is, I would, I would put him in top five total driving, and he may be there statistically, but, man, that guy absolutely can move it with the driver not only hit it far but he is deadly accurate with it well he was deadly accurate on everything this week so far he is 18 under shot 62 64 back to back generally when you shoot a 64 and you're lapping the field you don't back it up and he did decent 
That's pretty good. A five-shot lead after two days. Yeah. 18 under after two days. I don't care where you're playing. It's pretty salty. And, and you know, obviously when you're at that stage, you know, if you ever really get um, sub 10 under, if you get to double digits after two days, you're doing something really, really well. Uh, and you want to keep the pedal down. And it's it's hard to keep the pedal down. It's not a, it's not a mindset thing. It really just turns into kind of an odds thing it's like you know if we're gambling or whatever in vegas and we're playing blackjack right you you get on a roll you get hot eventually the cards are going to turn and i'm not saying he he may go out and have a fantastic time but i would be i would be really shocked and if he um, again i'm not discrediting keith at all he's i he's has a great chance to go out and win this tournament you know things tend to slow down um just because of the odds of the, the game of golf. Right. And he may stay on a heater. He may go out and he may go 66, 65 and run away with this thing. But um, chances are if he shot 69 today, and this is what sucks. If he goes out and shoots 69, let's say he shoots three under, but then um, guys you know, will move Jor- up. Jordan shoots seven you, under and kind of closes the you gap. Three, you have four guys who are at 13 under, yeah. only five shots but back. People all of a sudden will go, oh, Keith, well, what's wrong? What happened? Why didn't you play good today? It's like, I. I just shot 69 on the PGA Tour. I didn't play bad. Right. It's bettered my scoring at, you know. Right. So it's it's kind of a perspective thing, but, um, you know, I would not be shocked, though, again, to see him shoot a 66. But, again, if he shot 69 or 70, that wouldn't shock me either. And that and that's not me saying, oh, he had an off day. That's just golf. Golf is hard. Said by Said very, very well by a guy who does it for a living. There's a... So one of the things about this CJ Cup is there's a lot of um, Asians that they let in because it used to be played over there, but because of uh, COVID they don't do it anymore. And Sung, Sung, why did I try even try this? Sung, you got to finish it off now. Sung Yeon Kim also shot uh, shot a 63 yesterday, and he's tied for second with Harry Higgs, local Dallas guy. Boy. Yeah, you ever play with him? Love Harry. He's fun. He's fun. He's funny too. Yes. As uh, as Eli said last week when he did the the interview with with him, he could have talked to him for hours. Yeah. It was, it was just funny. Harry's a guy's guy. He he. You know, I look at Harry and golf is what he does. It's not who he is. He's not gonna let that. He's not gonna let golf define his life. If that makes sense. You know, he's gonna play golf. He's gonna do his practice. He's gonna do his work. But when he's done with golf, he wants to be. You know. He just wants to go out, have a good time with his friends, and, you know, it, it's – I think that's a very good quality to have. Yeah. You know, golf is what I do. It is not who I am. Okay, two other guys tied for second. <clears throat> I'll bring these up, and one, I have a question for you. Or both of them I do. First off, Jordan Spieth. Okay, so Rob Bolton, who runs all of the PGA Tour fantasy site on the PGA Tour, on Tuesdays, he comes out with his power 15. He ranks the top 15 guys in the field. And for the CJ Cup, Jordan was not in the top 15. Which I'm looking at it, he was in DraftKings, he was third highest guy price-wise. So obviously the rest of the world thinks he's worth it. One of the top, <clears throat> at least top 15, right? <clears throat> He's not in the rankings, power rankings at all. When you're, and I don't know if you've, but 
Jordan Spieth see that and get a little bit uh, red ass and say, all right, I'll show him. Jordan Spieth probably doesn't even know. I, I know. just, just I mean, out. I mean, you know, I played out there and in the first kind of start of fantasy golf when it was kind of growing and there was not a one time I ever looked to see what my value was. Not that it was ever anything extraordinary, but I never looked at it. Now, occasionally I'd get a nice tweet like, Hey, me, actually, hey, hey, well, yeah, you'd, you'd put me on your team or something, but every now and then I'd get the, I'd get something from somebody that would, Hey, I put you, I put you on your, I put you on my team and, uh, you know, that was a nice miscut. Thanks for helping me out. <laughs> you know, There's a couple like, times okay. I made money on you. We did well on you. The other guy tied for second, Adam Scott. Okay, so the first time in 10 years he changed out his irons. So he's been playing the same iron set for 10 years. That's a long time to play in – uh, I'm not discrediting you. Were they saying it was actually that one specific set? Yes. Man, that is a long time. Isn't it? And so the, the two questions I had for that were, one, don't they wear out? I would imagine, but I know they can resharpen grooves. Um, I don't, I'm not sure about refinishing the iron itself. That That's hard because that metal is obviously going to wear down. But, Do you uh, need to refinish it? I mean, does, Not does, necessarily, you know, but, those I mean, wear patterns, the wear patterns show up, but some guys like wear patterns because it's kind of a, if obviously if your wear pattern's low center and it's right. in the meat of the club, you know, it's kind of a positive reinforcement. Hey, this is I'm hitting, it in, the right hitting it right in the spot. But um, I did see uh, a good buddy of mine. He works um, for golf.com. Big equipment guy, Jonathan Wall. I'm not yeah. sure if you follow him oh, at yeah. all. Oh, yeah. used to work for us. Aggie. He used to work for us. But I, lo- I think he's still in town, isn't he? He lives in Southlake. Yeah, yeah. great guy. Yeah. Um, but he had he has a tweet up, and I'll I'll retweet it for anyone listening that wants to check it out. Um, but it's a, a one-off set that Titleist made of these prototype irons, uh, kind of the same model that Adam had always used, and they they're very kind of early 2000-ish uh, blades, kind of how they looked back then. I remember like when I was. A kid, my dad took me to get my, finally when I was good enough, I convinced him to let me go get a set of blades, and we went over to Lou's Golf. I remember Lou's. Love Lou's Golf. sell a lot of golf, a lot of golf clubs. Oh, yeah. And I got a pitching wedge through two iron of, like, the Titleist 690 muscle backs, and I thought I was the man. (laughs) I mean, I was, I've got, I mean, I had these blades. I had no business hitting blades. Um, So... So right now, you are sponsored by whom? Do you have an equipment sponsor? I have a ball shoe glove uh, contract with Titleist. Okay. But but clubs, you can... You're Wide a open. Agent. And I love it. It's I wouldn't have it any other way. So you go to the first corn fair. So right now, if you, if, you, if you were, hey, I need a new driver, what would you do? Where do you go? What do you do? I've been very content with my driver. I'm uh, saying now, all but, right. But if I needed something now, I'd just... I would probably just start take, you know, I'd ask a couple buddies around tour that played different things. I'd, you know, talk to my buddy Dan that hits a Mizuno driver, and I'd talk to um, a couple buddies that play a Titleist, and I got play. Hey, what do you think of this driver? What do you think of that? And kind of, you know, get their feedback, and then I would, you know, kind of narrow it down to maybe two or three, and and just reach out to the reps. They've always been really good, and um, you know, they want their they want the equipment 
in your hands. Right. And, and, you know, they've fortunately been great to me. And, uh, you know, I've been pretty pretty consistent, though, with, like, my driver. I've, I've hit a ping driver for the last two years, loved it. Uh, and so I just, you know, I know it works. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, you know, I finally but think But you're I've, not going to get on a... You're not going to get on a uh, track man and see, okay, let me go hit these five drivers and see. If or... I do, I I want to take it on the course because it doesn't, nothing matters. I I think driver fitting on the driving range, I think club fitting on the driving range is the most pointless thing possible. For you guys. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. It's definitely going to help someone that maybe plays once or twice a week that's a 10 handicap, 15 handicap. But, you know, for me, I, I can't tell you how many times I have gotten a driver uh, right off the equipment truck. Hey, the numbers look great. Everything's great. Hitting it great. Go out to the course, and I cannot find the map with it. Because we play at a different gear. And not saying everyone else doesn't, but we are just on a different gear when it's tournament day, driving range to golf course just on a practice right. day. There's just so many different elements. And it's hard for me on a driving range to want to recreate that adrenaline that amped up feeling that we get you know so it's uh, it's just a completely different animal once we go from the course or from the driving range to the course mm-hmm. so uh, like i said i've had many drivers on the range i'm like this is great so brant brant used to brant job who a uh, friend of yours and used to play uh, quite a bit of golf with he always used to say that when he's trying out a new driver he's only going to hit it three times because you guys are so talented that if it's not, if, if it's a... If You'll it's, know in three swings whether it's, it's going to work or not. He'll start to adjust his swing to that club. 100%. And he's like, that's wrong. And I don't want to do that. But I can, if it's a club that's not fitting me right, I'll start to adjust my swing to make sure it does go in the middle of the fairway. And that's not the right thing to do. So back in, this was one of my all-time favorite Brant Job stories. And Brant's always been great to me. Um, Who, by the way... For the last two or three years, at least, has led in driving distance on the Champions Tour. Guy moves it. Yeah. And he doesn't look like he moves it, but he does. I've I, I played with you and he together a couple times, and he takes pride in outdriving you. He does. And he'll let, <laughs> he'll, he'll let you know, too. You know, He'll let that, hey, you're letting an old man outdrive you. Um, so it was the very first time I ever Monday qualified for a PGA Tour event, and this was probably back in... 20, I want to say like 2012, 2013, qualified for the Valero Texas Open. Good for you. And, uh, you know, the first person I called was Brant because I knew he was in the field. And I was like, you know, I was pretty nervous. I was so excited to go over there. Yeah, but what do I do? And so he's like, he's like, oh, you know, he's so fired up for me. And he goes, hey, I'm playing a practice round tomorrow with tag writings. He goes, you know, and I knew tag very well, too. Mm -hmm. So he goes, you know, come play with us and, you know, we're going to kind of just help you through this whole thing through i mean it's it's a very overwhelming deal when it is your first pga tour event Mm -hmm. especially as a monday qualifier someone that doesn't have any status i mean you you walk into the facility and you're having a hard time getting on property Mm because they hand you a piece of paper that says you're a qualifier and you're just trying to show this local police officer that's guarding the front gate (laughs) dude i just i played in this tournament down the street and now i get to play in the big boy tournament and they're like ah you know eventually so you get on and you're trying to navigate your way but Brant was great but in our practice round that day Brant probably went through I'm gonna say at least eight drivers on Tuesday really yeah several one and dones one shot hands it back to the rep no 
rep was with him. Oh, yeah. Last time you and I played with him, I'll never forget, he was playing really, really well. All three of you guys played with Todd Hamilton as well. All three of you guys were playing really, really well. And on the 10th tee box, he pulls out his uh, – I'm sorry, it was after the 11th tee box. We're playing out of Vaccaro. He pulls out his little tool and starts taking off heads and putting in new shafts. He had just striped one straight down the middle, longer than anybody needs to be. I was like, what are you doing? You know, I'm just testing things out. So you're either a tinker or you're not, right? We're you're always, not a tinker. I, I've gotten a lot better to where I'm not. We're, you know, we're always looking for better. And it's funny because you'll, you'll hit your driver great. And then again, you're like, well, what if I, you know, if I flip this down and add just another half degree aloft, I may be able to just get that draw turnover just a little bit better, make it a couple extra. You know, we're always looking for better. Right. But so it's a very fine line of looking for better and knowing when to be content. Okay, so you have a, you have a, a ball deal titleist. Mm-hmm. So they come out with a new ball every two years. And I remember uh, Ed Lore used to be regular on the show. He was using like a 2008 Pro V1. He and Zach Johnson were like the last two using that. Are you stuck on an older ball, or no, when they I'm come out the, with a new one, you just use it? Or I'm on the new one. It's, I mean, people could, you know, some people are like, oh, this ball's great. That ball's that much better. If you put and this just may be. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. If you just gave me the blank golf ball, you gave me the, you know, as a pro, we can probably we probably have six different balls we can choose from. Right. If you gave me those six balls from Titleist and didn't have any marking on it, and I had no idea whether it was a Pro V1 X, the Pro V1 Left Dash, Star Dash, whatever it was, I wouldn't know. I would only be able to probably pick out two of the balls and be like, okay, that's one I, I can't play. Really? Yeah. Because I remember meeting with, well, it was Jordan Spieth's dad and the president of Callaway when he was still in college, and we were talking about signing, and he said the only issue, and this was before they came out with the Chrome Soft, so the Chrome Soft wasn't out yet, and Jordan said he's fine with your clubs, where Jordan's dad said fine with your clubs, it's the ball he's got an issue with. And they hadn't come out with the Chrome Soft yet. They had just been in the ball business for a year maybe or two. But I was, like, very surprised. It's like, really? Patrick Reed's winning with that ball. And he kept that ball for a while, even when the Chrome Soft came out. It was that one. I don't remember what it was called. But I, I, I always wonder because, look, I, I've got a decent short game, and I play well enough. But if you gave me the Srixon Z-Star and the Pro V1 and the, um, you know, the TP5 from TaylorMade, and I hit them all, the only difference I would know is the Srixon ball is a little bit shinier and whiter than the yeah. other two. Otherwise, I wouldn't know any difference. They all are really good. They're all fantastic golf balls. And, and we're in a stage now where technology has improved the equipment of the game so much that, you know, there's not really inferior equipment at the professional level. There, there kind of used to be, I want to say. I may not be 100%, and people may have been a little blinded by some money to play a, mm-hmm. a product. Uh and there was a, an advantage to play this ball over that ball or whatever, but everyone makes such a good piece of equipment now, driver, putter, ball, it doesn't matter. Everyone makes something good. So here's my theory. <clears throat> Tell me if you agree with this. So Kytles comes out with a new ball every two years, right? So they, they, their R&D on golf balls, cause especially on the top level, the, the premium golf ball, 
is so high because they have 80% of market share that their R&D is really strong and they need to come out with the best and the brightest every two years. So they come out with a new ball every two years. Well, the other guys, the, the Bridgestones, the TaylorMades, the, the Srixons, see that ball when it comes out, go wow. We can top, we can match that or top that, and they do. So they have about a six-month lag from when they are as good as Titleist. But I think that in six months, their balls, Callaway too, are as good as the, as a Titleist golf ball. Yeah, and again, everyone makes a, a good ball. And I don't know if, you know, when the that ball eventually comes out, if they're going and getting it and cutting it in half yes, and dissecting absolutely. it. I mean, I'm sure they are. But, you know, I everyone makes a good product now. And everyone's R&D is really good. Everyone's spending a lot of money on it. And, you know, it's tough. I've always I've always wondered, though, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, what's the end game? Because I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, is anyone ever going to trump Titleist? Is anyone, you know, they're the number one ball on tour. They're prob- probably the number one ball sold in stores. Um, I know not everyone's playing a Pro V1. but Okay, so... We're coming up to it, so I've got a hypothetical on that for you because Titleist is coming up against something right now, and it may change their whole dynamic of what they do with that golf ball. It's not going to it's not going to affect what you guys do, but it could affect what we do, and we'll talk about that and the driver things, the the change in the driver rules and everything else coming up next as we are broadcasting from the greatness of Union Bear. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. 8.59 on Ticket. You got T-Box, Conrad, Schindler in for Rick. By the way, Rick has COVID. He has lost his taste and smell, but I'm looking at the Union Bear menu. Looking tasty. And the one thing that I'm going to say that would guarantee to bring Rick's taste and smell back, one of his favorite things, would be the bacon Brussels sprouts. Crispy Brussels sprouts, applewood, bacon, cider reduction. He's all in. He's all in. By the way, I took off my funnel cake fries off the... They're still there. It's just not on the brunch. Ah, okay. Anyway, great menu. Got some really cool flatbreads. He's going to bring some stuff out for you to try. I don't know how often you come out to Union Bear, but you're going to give it a shot. How's that? Absolutely. All right. So, hey, real quick, we were going through the leaderboard and a couple people I wanted to mention before we went to the next thing. Uh, Ricky Fowler is tied for sixth. Haven't heard from him in a long time. I root for him. I he's do. a good guy. I, I just I know he's uh, he played on our Texas Junior Golf Tour often, and uh, he seems like a really, really good guy. He's good for golf. He's lost his way. He's expecting. Yep. Isn't he? Um, so uh, so that may change things. Kevin Nye, you told me a story about Kevin Nye when you were caddying for Todd Hamilton. Todd Hamilton, yeah. So you've probably – so does Kevin, Kevin Nye, you're you're 20, year, 20 years old and you're caddying for Todd and, and Kevin Nye, you're, you're paired with Kevin Nye. Does a guy like Kevin Nye remember you from that at all? No chance. No chance? No chance. I could tell him the story and maybe he oh, could – Oh, yeah, I remember that. He could – Maybe recall the day. So didn't he fire his caddy right after that? Yeah. Because of that? So maybe he remembers that incident? I mean, I can tell the story if you want. I'm not afraid to. It was, it was a funny story, but he that would probably be a, a little key. Yeah, it'd be for a fun story. Why don't you tell it? It's kind of funny. So uh, when I was in college, I, I grew up with 
with Todd Hamilton and, you know, he took me under his wing and took great care of me. And, uh, when I was in college, his caddy would take a couple weeks off and I, I would get to caddy for Todd at colonial and, and then go to Memorial, which was a big deal. Cause Memorial was an invitational and, you know, right. every, all the big names were there. Tiger was there and everyone was there. And so Todd makes a cut and, uh, we're paired with, and he um, had a regular caddy. So yes. Was, yeah. Todd, he just Todd was not looking for anybody. He was just, correct. Hey, his caddy took a couple weeks off, and and you know Todd was like, "Hey, you'd love to do this. Come do this and see what it's like on the inside." By the way, Todd's a good guy. He did that with Rick at the at the Masters. Uh huh. He said, "Hey, come come caddy for me on the practice round in the par three. And so. Yeah, Todd. He he's he likes to share the experience. A lot of guys don't, and uh, forever grateful for him for that. And so. Uh, Which, we're by all, the way, he he invites Rick to the Masters. He makes me dry, drink a gallon of V8 out of the Claret jug, and I'm still sick from it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Saturday at Memorial, and uh, we're, we're, he's paired with Kevin Na. And uh, some of you may recall this name. Um, hopefully he doesn't live in Dallas. He's not listening, but I think we're okay. Um Don Donatello, he was on the big break, and and he's a caddy on tour, and uh, he was a talker. I remember. Is is a is a chatterbox, and uh, we're probably through 14 or 15 holes, and Kevin's not having a good day. Kevin's probably six, seven, eight over par. Tough day though. The wind was blowing hard, and and it wasn't easy. And is one of these holes where the caddies would kind of. After you finish the previous hole, the players would walk back to the tee box and the caddies would meander down the fairway to get ready. It was kind of a bit of a hike back to the tee box. And Don and I are walking down to the fairway. And again, I'm just 20 years old. I'm just so you're like, a twosome. Yes. Behind. Uh, so you're the last two guys that made the cut. No, 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 no. This was that was a different story. OK, sorry. Um, all good. So we're just in the middle of the in the middle of the round, okay. in the middle of the field. And we're just walking down the fairway. Don and I are. And Todd and Kevin are back to the tee box, and Don just shaking his head, kind of muttering under his breath, and you know he kind of looks at me, and goes, "This is ridiculous." He's like, "If I'm playing, no doubt about, it, I'm 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 even par at best or at worst. This he, Kevin's just playing terrible. It's just terrible." And I was just like, "Wow," you know, you know I'm like, "I'm like, guys, You're just year completely old for... completely throwing his uh, player under the bus here." And uh, needless to say, I, I don't think they were working much together anymore after that tournament. He, had, he and you told me he had gone up to Todd afterwards. And, hey, it, look. It, he thought Todd was looking for a caddy, and <laughs> uh, I think I think Mr. Na may have caught wind of that, and you know, very very funny. By the way, there was a big shot. I w- we were watching the top ten best plays on ESPN while before the uh, show started. Number two was a golf shot. Abe Answer with a double eagle yesterday. Um, not the longest hitter. The rare deuce and, on a par uh, five. Hit, yep, hit a two on number f- on a par five and uh, pretty cool. I was surprised because his reaction was not what I had expected because that's one of a bucket list, right? You don't have a absolutely. You don't have a. You, I mean, how many hole in ones do you have? Five. You have five hole in ones. I mean, you're a pro. You, you have a lot of them. Double, how many double eagles you have? Zero. You have zero. So it's kind of cool, right? He kind of looked there and put his put his hands up. I think like, it's just more of smiled. a shock. Like you just don't like hole in ones because we play a we play four par threes, five par threes a day, right? Right. And sometimes you only get two par fives. Yeah. And sometimes they're not even reachable. So, you know the, I think it's just more of a shock. Like yeah, you're looking to get it on the green, maybe have a chance at making an eagle or whatever. But 
you know, when, when it happens, it's just kind of like, holy crap. Like, I think you're just more in shock than anything. Yep. I get that. Okay. So there's a little bit of leaderboard. By the way, um, 78 players, it's no cut. And sometimes you see some wheels off stuff, but not here. This course obviously playing very easy. Only one person over par. One person's over par on this golf course. That's it. This is almost Palm Springs-esque. I, I just... Uh, and he's one over par. Yes, Kevin Strillen shot yeah. 75-70. Had one bad day. He had a good day yesterday. So, um, yeah, it's just... I mean, I say easy golf. I mean, if we went out and played, it wouldn't be that easy. But these guys are, you know, you're you're 10 under par in your 16th place after two days. Yeah. That's uh. And I'm sure the conditions, you know, a big thing, course conditions are probably pure as can be. So, you know, you don't face much adversity as far as getting, even if you hit the fairway. You know, sometimes you can play and a place may have a rough winter and you can get scrubby lies in the fairway or whatever. I'm sure everything's very immaculate and you're not. Right. You're not fighting much adversity, probably not much wind either with what those scores are showing. Okay, so we were talking about, before the break, we were talking about Titleist and their golf balls and, and uh, everything. And you had said that at the break, said, you're having, trouble, you're having trouble getting one thing from Titleist right now. Gloves. And that is rare, right? Usually if you ask for gloves, you'd get them, whatever, and tell the story real quick. What, yeah, they uh, just, you know... We're fortunate enough with Titleist if, you know, I'm at home and I just need a replenishment of stuff at home. Hey, can you send some balls, shoes, and gloves? And, and my rep was like, hey, we, we can send you balls and shoes, but uh, gloves are, are no-go right now. They're for tournament only. We're on a big shortage of gloves, whether it's uh, the product um, itself not being in stock or they can't ship it. I know we're in a... Um, a shipping, not a shipping shortage, but, uh, you know, we can't get, it's hard to get product imported here. And I, I believe our gloves come from, uh, Malaysia or, or you know, one of those countries over there that requires it to, to be, um, imported. So we're kind of on a little bit of a backlog there. Quick note, um, Todd Hamilton listening, uh, (laughs) dropped in. He said almost two double Eagles yesterday. Uh, Dustin Johnson hit the stick. He did hit the stick. And it sat an inch on the lip. So, yeah, there was almost – that would have been – I mean, to have two double eagles in one tournament round would be – in a limited field would be an incredible feat. Yep. Yep. So. The only one I think I've ever seen live ever was uh, – was it Oosthuizen had one on the second hole at the Masters? Yes. And I saw yeah. that when I was – I hadn't been watching. I saw that live. And I saw my own. I have one. So, um, <laughs> that's – I've seen a, I've seen more part hole-in-ones for sure. That's a – definitely a, a uh a much more difficult thing to do than a than a hole in one so. yeah it, it it's a it's a rare feat within itself the hole in ones are even are extremely rare but like we said these require two really good shots and and 90 percent of the time as you said two really long shots okay before we get into um the rules we're going to push to the next segment so one of the things Titleist is going through right now too they use i think they're the only ones who use surlin on the inside of their golf ball i don't know how i don't understand the making of a golf ball but they use surlin it used to be a cover surlin cover but now they use it for the inside of the ball and there's a shortage and not only is there a shortage but the surlin is going up very high in price so i wonder what it's a great business case conversation for me 
because what's titles do? They have 80% market share of the premium ball line, right? If they raise their prices too high, no one's going to buy a ball. They may start letting some of the other guys grab some market share. And, you know, Callaway's brought, got some. Strixon's done very, very well this year with their Z Stars because they, had, they won a major with Matsuyama. And, you know, I think uh, DeChambeau using their ball. DeChambeau's Bridgestone. Bridgestone, right. But Bridgestone's moved up because of DeChambeau. Everybody's moving up a little bit, and if Titleist isn't careful here, they could they could make a mistake or a misstep, and all of a sudden Titleist isn't what it is. Yeah, I, w- I would be very curious to see the uh, public numbers or, or public consumption, I guess, purchase numbers, however you want to describe it, of Titleist golf balls alone. And I just want to know what percentage of Titleist balls purchased are high performance, you know, the Pro V1, like an elite, I, the elite I, ball. I don't have that information. I do know, and somebody, we can ask Jonathan Wall. I'm sure he knows it. Um, but I do know that they have uh, over 80% of the premium ball. Yeah, so across the market. Across the market on the premium. So when you're looking at premiums only, they're yeah. pretty darn good. And I think their golf ball is going to be a little hard to get. I, I do know that normally in Christmas time they do a buy three, get one free promotion if you get it you know logoed with whatever you want may not happen this year maybe a buy three get get zero get 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 your three um so we'll see all right so um it's not 11 on the ticket coming up next we'll get into the rules changes because uh we've pushed it for one segment and we got to talk about it we'll do it let's do it in sports radio 96.7 and 1310 the ticket this segment brought to you by, it's 817, by the way, or 917 on the ticket. You got the tee box. Conrad Schindler in for Rick. Current here running the running the, the engineering. What do you run? On-site producer. On-site and. producer and engineer. Running the boards, Jake King. We got Jonathan Dodd doing tickers. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, next week, no show. I'll be celebrating an early anniversary. What's taking place? What's what's going on from eight to ten? We don't. I don't know that. You want me to step in? Just do it solo. Um, Jay, you have to talk Jay to, King's gonna play a bunch talk of stuff. To killer about that. But we've we we've never taken a show off, so I'm not sure what they do without us. Just do the T box e break buffet. Oh, I like that. That's not gonna happen. You have my vote. But why not? It's got my vote. Hmm. Two to one right here. Me and, me and uh, Jay and I can host it. The majority has spoken. Here's the thing. I ain't paying for the show next week, so they get to do what they want. Ah. So well, they. I don't care what they do as long as I ain't paying for it. So how's that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So anyway, um, 930, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Conrad's career and how that may change a little bit given what's going to happen in the next few months. So, but first, by the way, that segment, the segment is brought to you by Club Corp, the greatness that is Club Corp. You've got a multitude of opportunities to join a club and being a member of a club is fun. You should give it a shot. They've got a bunch of entry level event uh, club clubs in town. Go to clubcorp.com and go check it out. Um, all right, two rules this week. And uh, I think a lot of it's much ado about nothing, but I'll bring them both up to you and see what your thoughts are. 
First one, there is now a local rule involved. It is not a rule rule. It's a local rule that you're allowed to take it, that you're allowed to use. And that is um, the driver can only be 46 inches long. The shaft of the driver is only 50. By the way, there's another local rule that people don't know about. And that is when you're around. Two the, and two? What's two and two? Go. When you're around the green sprinkler heads? Sprinkler heads, yeah. you get two club lengths. If the sprinkler head's within two club, club lengths of the green, and you're within two, two club, club lengths of the sprinkler head. You get it. But that is a local rule. Yeah, that is a not lot of a, people don't know about that it. That is not a PGA Tour rule. So when you're by that, you really have to ask your club what their rule is. Well, we we, we now have it on tour, though. It's It's been adopted, which it's is... This I, year, right? Uh-huh, which year. I feel is a good move. Uh, I feel like if you've missed the green, now you must be in a closely mown area. So you guys going out later today playing a money game with your buddies and you want to imply this rule, you must be in a closely mown area, correct. Um, but to me it made sense because a lot of people play the ball on the ground when they've missed a green by a step or two. And, right. and if you had a sprinkler head impending your line, that to me it just didn't seem quite fair. Right. So it is two and two. And uh, the LPGA adopted it right away you guys took a little bit longer it was a local rule depend it we're stubborn well it depended on the event right the event had to adopt it so it was it went to event by event now it's a now you guys have adopted it, and it's a right rule and i i think it should be a rule rule i i, I mean i don't know why it has to be a local rule like what, what's wrong with that implementing that across the board but the driver going down to 46 inches which means it's a local rule which means if you want to, if you're playing a 48-inch driver with your friends this weekend, you can still hit that 48-inch driver. But in tournament play, you're done. You yeah. can't hit a 48-inch driver. It's gonna affect you at all? No, I, I've been standard 45 inches uh, as long as I've ever been a professional. Uh, and the only time I've dabbled with changing driver length was actually going shorter than 45 inches. Uh, had a 44 and a half for a little bit. But I've never really, you know, I've never gone that way. I know they've given, if if for some reason they have to measure it, you have a two-tenths two of an inch of grace room, you know, just because grip butt caps can vary on how they're built. And, you know, we can't sit there and say, like, if it doesn't match this line exactly, you know, so they're just... I don't know. I know Phil's up in arms about it, and Phil's been trying to get longer, and he's hit it further, and I'm sure there's a couple of guys that have tried there it. Anybody you play with or anybody you've seen have a, have anything over 46 inches? Maybe because they're 6 foot 4, but not – I mean, I just – I don't know. It, it it's, a, it's a fine margin, and I know Bryson, like with his driver, it's – you know, the further we hit it, the faster we can hit it, the more we have – where the the ball can get offline, uh, and so I just it's kind of a happy medium of and you know, yeah we may have a longer driver, yeah we can get faster speeds, but if our efficiency of ball striking is down, if we're not hitting that ball out of the middle of the face, we're not really gaining that distance necessarily. So you know you look at a guy with a very high efficiency of ball striking like Louis Oosthuizen, and Louis Oosthuizen. Doesn't really go at it hard. Louis Oosthuizen knocks the crap out of it, though, with how far he hits it. It's because his efficiency is so high. So you may have someone that actually swings three miles an hour faster than Louis, but Louis hits it further because his efficiency is much higher 
than the other guy. So I don't think this is going to affect many people. Um, I don't think it's something to really get up in arms about. It. Uh, that's just my take because I don't do it. I don't really care. Okay, let me give you one guy who it may affect, to your point. Um, let me give you a name of a guy, a guy by name of Tommy Morrison, not the boxer. Tommy Morrison is a early commit to the University of Texas. So Still time, buddy. Still time. <laughs> Still time to check out College Station. So he's a junior. So if he's an early commit to Texas, this kid's a player, right? Yeah, absolutely. Tommy Morrison is six foot ten inches tall and still growing. So that's and I agree. That's where there should be um, kind of an amendment to that. So like for example, I know uh, and I may be wrong. I doubt we have any professional hockey players listening, but a big hockey fan I am. And there was a uh, Zidane Chara. I believe on skates, he stands like close to seven foot. There's a length on the stick, but I believe Zidano was allowed to have a longer, um, stick. A longer stick simply because it's, he's that tall. Like, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't an advantageous, it is advantageous that he's that tall, but it, you know, you can't, you can't force this kid to absolutely have to change his, and it's, this is different from a arm lock to belly putter kind of deal. It's like a he physically needs this to be able to. Right. Sw- you can't make him adjust right. his body to form to the equipment. I feel so he's been struggling to begin with because he's got a size 17 foot and like he only makes 16 up to 16 <clears throat> in golf shoes. That's incredible. So <laughs> and he's 17. He's I want I want to watch him hit it. So he's still he's still growing. He shot 67 in an AJGA event uh, at TBC Sawgrass. Yesterday, no, this is October 15th, so it was, uh, yeah, it's yeah, Thursday. So, good player, um, and 6'10". All right, second rule. Again, I think it's much to do about nothing. I, I you know, I, I'm not sure. If Art Salinger still owned the long drive, world long drive, I'd ask him how will that affect him, but I don't, I, don't, I think he's allowed to keep it. It's a local rule, right? So he can keep it, um, but we'll see. Okay, so help me out with this one. So the all the TPCs, golf courses, have said they can. You can know if you're a. Latin, if you're below Corn Ferry, so, you're, <laughs> so it Latin does America. not affect Corn Ferry, and it does not affect PGA Tour. Latin America, Canada, and China. So if you're double A ball. You can no longer practice there for free. Yeah, and that was a huge perk. I was on the Canadian tour for a couple of years, and you know I could go out to Craig Ranch whenever I wanted, and it was a big perk. It was really nice to have. Um, it's going to be really, really tough uh, for a lot of guys because you know, look, golf, <coughs> golf ain't cheap at any level, and it doesn't matter, you know, to join a club or even if it's a junior initiation you know it's gonna cost someone five grand that's a lot you know five grand can go a long way for a guy on latin america or pg tour now if they're having to apply those funds elsewhere to a club it's really tough and and uh, you know i've seen a i've seen a um a push on social media and, and some good responses um 
and I would, you know, if there's anyone listening in the in the area that's a that's a club GM or something, I would really challenge them to uh, reach out to some of these guys and, and give them the opportunity to come and you know be a part of the a club and a great place to play and practice. And you know, they're they're kids that are looking to achieve a dream. And and I was there and still am there. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if you have that grace from a club to to allow them to come and play and practice and and want to be engaging with the membership i think it's a i think it's a got a lot more upside than it does downside you know i tend to agree the only thing i worried about you know when i saw this because rick rick brought it up to me yesterday as i was preparing for the show and he goes you know it's kind of real <clears throat> nitpicky by the by the tpcs why do they need to do this and i'm wondering whether you know, all their courses are now way crowded, right? Golf is really, really popular. So everybody right. who's got a, a private club, the membership is high and it's busy. And I wonder how many guys are taking advantage of this rule that aren't. Hey, I played Canadian Tour two years ago. I'm still technically a Canadian Tour player type thing. So I have, I don't, I don't know that answer. And I don't Probably know Probably a little bit. I'd, I'd be lying to say that it, it wasn't happening. So, I, I mean, I, I know that if you looked at Colonials before – pre-pandemic if you looked at their media day the people who came to their media day event and played around a golf club these guys haven't been in the media for 20 years yeah oh yeah i'm still you know freelance writing for so and so and so and so yeah i'm still relevant no they weren't but they still got that invite and colonial wasn't gonna um rock the boat at all and i wonder how much of that's happening given how busy golf is right now but it does hurt the guys who have real chances at careers yeah like you said you know you were on the um, Canadian tour for a while, so I'm not sure. I, I mean, I I'd like to get a statement from them why they ha- why it happened, and I may try to do that this week and see. But this obviously will adversely affect more people than will the 48, 46 inch driver, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, well, that's a little bit of rules uh, talk. Any new rules coming up this year? Do you know of? Uh, I know there's. I I don't want to be held to it, but I believe. We are going to be doing away with green reading material. Good thing or bad thing for you? For me, personally? I mean, every time I get a greens book, I put it in my bag by the third hole. My is stupid. Like, I I get more confused by it. And I I think it slows (laughs) up the game a little bit. Uh, It just, I don't know. You know, golf is still an artistic sport. And if we're taking taking more and more artistic elements out of the game, uh, we got to have some kind of, artistic feel to it still you know we still got to implement that that knowledge and that ability to go out and learn and you know you can show up to a course now i could go play you can go play the pga tournament the yardage book is so good the greens books are so good and you don't even need to play, play a practice round That's i could have a putt i've never had and i know the greens books on the pga tour are next level yeah they will identify that was straight the worst news I mean, i've ever heard we, we were getting we could get books daily it would change the whole location and it would give us the uh we called it the cone of certainty you had two cones you had a red cone and you had a uh, green cone and the green cone if you were inside this cone was a straight putt uphill and if you were in the red cone it was a straight putt but downhill so you'd stand there in the fairway and you'd be like well where do i need to hit this to try to have the best putt and so now all of a sudden you're changing your strategy from the fairway because of the greens book i'm like we're just slowing down the game you know, you think so. You think if you guys got rangefinders, it'd be 
speeding it no. speed things up. Or it now I'm all for rangefinders, and I believe in the evolution of sports and in the way the world progresses. We'll go to rangefinders. Um, I would use it. I like it because it's just a number to operate off of faster. Sure. I don't have to go search for a sprinkler head anymore. I'd still probably look at my yardage book to figure out where the pin is, how I need to approach a shot, but I'd be done uh, looking for sprinkler heads. Interesting. All right, so we got to go because we have some really cool food here from uh, Union Bear. Looks awesome. We're going to dig into that. Coming up next, we will talk all things of Conrad's professional career, where he is this year, where he's going, and what is changing for him. We'll do that next. But first, we need to talk about the greatness of PGA Tour Superstores. And right now, if you wanted to go up there, by the way, it's October. It's almost the holiday season. And if you need to start shopping for people, that is the place. If you want to go get something for a golfer, guaranteed, they will find something they like at PGA Tour Superstore. And if you mention the tee box, you can get at checkout. You get $20 off your first 100 Then you can take whatever you got, stick it in your car, come back, go buy a club, go buy whatever. Then you can get 50 off $250. So you can, you can save 20% off of up to $350 worth of stuff. That's free money. It's free. Go get your 50 bucks and go get what you need out there. And by the way, if you want to do a fitting, and as Conrad said before, getting a, a, for a 10 handy to 15 handicap, a fitting is absolutely vital to make sure you have the right clubs in your hand. You can go uh, sign up online and put in the tee box, and that fitting will be free. That's $150 value. It's a big deal. That is a big deal. So you can go there, just go to, just put it in there and get your free $150 fitting. But also, while you're there, buy some stuff save your 50 bucks it's the greatness of pga tour superstore you can go see them online too at pgasuperstore.com go shop and have fun sports radio 96 7 and 1310 the ticket 938 hey i'm i'm only oh there we go 938 on the ticket got the t-box having fun at union bear as we are eating some really good food doesn't suck they have a Monte Cristo flatbread. That's the way a Monte Cristo should be. Just saying. Kern would like to agree with me, but he's chewing, so he can't. I'll agree. Nope. I'll agree. <laughs> and you had a half a burger. That was, I'll call it a third. I'm taking the other half home for lunch today. It's uh, really good. Eat it with my wife. At uh, 945, we'll mix with the... Country Force. He had lunch with Eli yesterday. He had any hot sports opinions? Uh, no, we pre- we pretty much uh, covered all the bases though. Nothing nothing too hot. Okay, Aggie's gonna win today. Absolutely, Aggies never lose. I drink the Kool Aid, Craig. I'm heavily invested in this school. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I have an Aggie friend who makes me laugh, and he is as Aggie as Aggie can be, but. Um, he never, they never lost a football game. This was back when I'd hang out with him before uh, uh, Manziel, and he'd say, yep, came in second today. Top two finish. <laughs> came in second today. Whatever. All right, so you are about to embark on your – How? what year is this as a professional golfer? This will be year number seven. Ten. 
You're 10. Close. You're 10. 10. So you were on the PGA Tour for two years? Uh, one year. One year. Been on Corn Ferry slash whatever it's been for most of your career? Mm-hmm. And you are back on the Corn Ferry this year? Yep. And travel's going to be tough. Travel's been tough during COVID, right? I mean, it wasn't easy last I'll year. I'll tell you what. When COVID first happened and we got back to playing and we were traveling, travel was amazing because nobody was at the airport. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. I it was like, I, I'll deal with wearing a mask on the plane. Like, I could just go anywhere in the sure. airport. Nobody was there. It was nice. But now we're back to fighting the good fight and dealing it's with crowded. Oh, my God. It just. And there's just so many people that don't know what they're doing and so many people that are just complete big jerks, as so, Lee Corso would say. So when you were <laughs> last year, you traveled, you had to do what? 30, 40,000 miles on in the air or more? I can tell you right now. But it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Did you see any unruly behavior on the on the airplane like we are hearing 31,000 miles last 31, year? Uh, and that was with no international trips. We didn't go international at all. Uh, no, I, no unruliness, fortunately. Um, you know, definitely sometimes flight attendants come out up, hey, pull your mask back up right. or something like that, but never really saw any aggressive behavior, anyone flipping out. All right, so in your 10-year career, did you ever have a situation, and you hear about this all the time, where you had a PGA, you had a, you had a professional event and your clubs didn't make it? I've never had them not make it. Uh, in Utah this year, uh, they didn't show up until Tuesday afternoon, and I flew out Monday morning on a 6 a.m. flight. Um, so you had 48 hours. Yeah, I wasn't too happy, and American definitely heard about it from me. Um, so what'd you do? Did you borrow a set? No, nope, it was tough. Tour van I got a putter to, to putt around with. Uh, the problem was we're going to Utah, so we're up at elevation, right? Well, I don't want to use a cl- – because everything's really different at elevation with the way the ball flies and everything. I didn't want to get just some kind of smorgasbord set and start hitting shots at elevation and, and you know – Messing up your yardages and yeah. stuff. But so you got it Wednesday. You still had a pro, you had a pro am. Yeah, I was able to was able to still play around, and I had played the course a couple time a couple of years prior to, and okay. uh, so I knew the knew the track. But you know when those clubs, and that was the first time my clubs hadn't made it, and since I could ever remember, and I wasn't I wasn't too happy because there were two more flights that day that came in from DFW, and they didn't bother to put my clubs on the plane. They didn't come until Tuesday night, and you're just like, what are we doing? Wow. And it's it's tough. You know, you're trying to you're trying to convey to them. You're like, guys, this is that's my job. This isn't a leisure vacation or whatever. Like this is this is livelihood stuff. And they just just don't care. Um, it's kind of lost a bit of its personal touch, which is unfortunate. Sure. Sure. All right. So you got a new addition coming this year. I, I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, there's too much food in front of us, and it's too tempting. Very tempting. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna we're gonna just backtrack real quick. Uh, Masters runner-up Will Zalatoris sent me a text. Uh, he was on a flight with me from Oregon. Brings up a great point. Um, I was sitting next to a lady. Uh, we were on our the plane hadn't even taken off yet. I think Will was probably sitting two or three seats behind me. And he watched this whole thing unfold. So uh, got upgraded to first class. Great for a flight to Oregon for our flight. And 
Um, I'm in the window, she's in the aisle, and I'm wearing my mask, and <clears throat> I pull it down to take a drink of water, take my drink and kind of set it down, and I don't immediately pull my mask up. And she says something to the flight attendant or something, and she's like, hey, can you pull your mask up? You're making me uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm sure, I was just getting a drink of water. Not 30 seconds later, the flight attendant comes up to me, and she goes, sir you know, is there a way you could possibly move seats? You know, she's just really not comfortable with you sitting next to her and everything. And I'm like, I didn't say a word to the lady. I just like the flight. Attendant. I'd be glad to move. Just got really? up, move seats. And her son was sitting somewhere else and came and sat next to her. It was a whole debacle. But I mean, just so like, you think she did it just to get her son to sit next to him. Who knows? That's what I think. They're right there. And you Maybe. So, oh, well, that's stupid to a low level to be like, oh, you're yeah. not you're not doing proper mask etiquette. I'm like, I had my mask off for two seconds to get a drink of water. I mean, you know, I'm like, you could have tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, I got my family here. Can I sit next to my son? Sure. And you know, no yeah. problem. Yeah. That'd be different if it was like, hey, go sit in middle seat, row 38. But so Will's out towards listen to us right this moment, huh? He's the man. He is the man. Sat, Will, we need to go play. I sat across. Hey, I will. Let's have a let's let's get him to go play. Let's go have a match. How many strokes do me I, and Will versus you and Rick? No. Oh. No. I'll t- I watch Will grow up. I get Will. You get Rick. No. Yeah, I'll take Rick. And I'm the better player. Well. Yeah, I should probably play. With I you. didn't mean that in a bad way, Rick. Don't don't. You're my you're my go-to guy. You know that. <laughs> We'll make Craig put everything out. He'll start sweating stuff from two and a half feet. I won't. I won't. I haven't. I haven't seen Will play since. Um, well, since he was in high school. But he used to. They used to have little Thursday matches of uh, TCA versus Jesuit, and so he'd play with my son all the time. And uh, and I used to watch him, and he would. As a freshman, Will Val's tourist freshman, he was sitting and he would look up, and see. Uh, Kramer Hickok, who was number one for TCA, play against Jordan, uh, who was number one for Jesuit. And you just knew at that point all he wanted to do was play against one of them. That's all he wanted to do. He didn't want to play against my son. He wanted to play against them. But it's the reason why he's as good as he is. So you play much with him? He's in on the match. Is he? Let's do it. All right, I'm in. Surely we can get some. We can get this on TV, right? Just kind of like the Bryson-Brooks match and... Yeah, what's a, what is that whole thing about 12 holes? I don't know, holes? 12 holes. It's so weird. We're going to play 18, Will. I'll even let him pick the course. But I bet neither of you have played Las Queens Country Club, which is the home of a Champions Tour event next year. So That'll be very awesome. Very excited to see that. It's good. It's really good right now. Yeah. So we'll go out and play there. All right, so you got TV. a baby coming. I do, yeah. My wife and I are expecting uh, James Conrad Schindler IV in December. In December, there's no events in December, right? So no, nope, we'll be anything. we'll be home. So and so, any changes to your schedule next year? Uh, you know, we'll just kind of we'll just kind of play that by year. Obviously, it'll be a learning experience for both of us. But uh, wait a minute, what's his name going to be? James Conrad Schindler the Fourth. I'm James. Okay, mock that. <laughs> sure. Okay, James Conrad. So we have a. Um, we have a we have a Stetson Bennett the fourth playing for the University of Georgia right now. So, it's a very Georgia name. So so the fourth, huh? Yep, but That's he'll go by cool. James. He'll go by James. Mm-hmm. 
did your dad go by James? No, my dad went by Jim, and his dad went by Jim. And you and you went by Conrad. I went by Conrad, and I'm like, look, we're may as well use James. It's there. All right. Okay. So we're excited. And you're moving. Yep. Time to upgrade. Jim. Yep. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> One of my all-time favorite drops right there. <clears throat> Very cool. All right. Well, I think match is on. We should have a we should have something to the match. So. Um, you know, one of us will. I'll even wear Wake Forest gear for the match. And you guys. What is this whoa. like? Like wearing team outfits? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll stand by Will. I'll put a little Wake Forest Demon Deacon stuff on. Wow. Hmm. You gonna go with the Northern Arizona side, or are you gonna stay with Texas A&M? Nah, uh, we'll we'll probably just wear something. Who knows? I, it sounds to me that. Will and I are right way more on the same page than you two are. So, yeah, you you got to get your teammate healthy first. So, I know. So anyway, all right, that's uh, that is Conrad Schindler. Thanks for stepping in, by the way. Love to do it. Really fun. And uh, thanks for Union Bear and uh, Tanner. Love Tanner. He always feeds us. Thanks for Kern. Coming up next, let's mix with Country Force and talk college football. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. That was a fast show. Always is having a good co-host, and thanks to Conrad for coming on out. So one quick question for you before we get into the Country Force. So if it's you and Todd Hamilton who's listening to against Will and I, do we have any chance? Because Todd came out with the loser has to use iron covers it's for a, good, a month. That's a good. It's uh, a good bet right I'd there. I never want to do that. How quickly do you lose your first iron cover if you had to start using those? So Martin Pillar did it to me as a prank in Columbia I a, couple, that. a couple years ago, and I and I, I made the cut. And Saturday I kind of had a blah day, and Sunday I was like, I'll use them for fun. Went out and shot five under on Sunday. With the iron covers, my caddy thought I was crazy. I had a local guy in Columbia, and he kept trying to take them off. I'm like, no, we got to keep them on. But I, I would, I would say that the odds would just slightly favor towards Todd and I, just because you know you're a two handicap, well, you're a good player, two professionals though. Against but we're just going to have a a little bit better odds of having better looks at birdies. So yeah. it would slightly lean towards us, I would say. Yeah, I'll take that chance though. So we're just throwing Rick out, just well, kicking him to the fire. No, he'll come back when he's he's feeling well. But I want – I'll use the iron egg covers, but if I if we win, Todd's got to drink a gallon of damn uh, – what was that? Uh, v- V8? V8 out of his Claire jug like I did. <laughs> I'm still sick from that. Anyway. I love that. Thanks, thanks again. Thanks, Kern, for keeping us on the air. Thanks for Jay for making us laugh and Jonathan for keeping us informed. Let's welcome Country Force. Or not. Hi, Ty. Hi, Eli. Hi, T-Box. Where are you guys? T-Boxers and Kern. We are at TMS. It's race weekend. That stands for Texas Motor Speedway, guys. That does. That's right. Crushing it. You're crushing it as a broadcaster today, Conrad. Exactly. We're at at Torchy's, where they got some damn good tacos. Nice. That's mm. just what it says on the menu. I mean, that's yes. actually it says damn and that's good what tacos. It means. You don't like Craig, good. Craig, you don't like V8? No, he likes V8. No, that's why Todd did that because the week oh. before we were out and I was happy of drinking a V8. Ah, okay. So he brings a gallon 
a V8 and pours it in the Claret, Claret jug and says, "Drink it." Mm. And he would, and he every time I was trying, he would just keep tipping it a little bit higher and higher <laughs> to make sure I drink it all. I was like, "Oh, that is too much." Mm. Hammy, you bad, bad man. Can you? Wh- what do you think your like salt intake was for that day? <laughs> I'm still bloated. Have you have you ever actually read like read the back of a bottle of V8 to see how much salt it has? Yeah. It just has a little sideways aid on it. It's, it's infinity. It's infinity salt. Out, it's outrageous. It's like a yeah, month at like per glass is like a month at, month and a half's worth of salt. Only eighty calories per serving, but two years worth of salt intake. V, V8 always reminds me of y'all have seen uh, for the love of the game with Kevin Costner, right? Yes. When he gets mm-hmm. on the airplane, for whatever reason, he orders a V8, and it just seemed like the most random thing ever. <laughs> it's I don't like think the, I've ever like had a V8. The airplane traveler that orders the ginger ale just because it's available. They don't Correct. ever think to buy it in a store, so they're like, oh, ginger ale, all right. We used to always have V8 in our house when I was little. I'd enjoy V8 every now and then. We oh, would boy. have Clamato. Yeah. I was going to ask if you Ugh. had ever dabbled into the Clamato. So now mm-hmm. if you – if you mix Clamato in a, a nice cold brewski, that's not a bad. That's not a bad look. Yeah. I like the the bloody Caesar. Okay, all right. I, that's, no, that's, what is that? That, that's, that's not what you're The cousin of the dirty Sanchez. I just like Caesar. <laughs> it's the cousin of the dirty Sanchez, sir. <laughs> Odd. Yuck. <laughs> there are speakers the up here. Now. There are people trying to eat their delicious breakfast tacos. And Matt busts out dirty Sanchez. Is that not on their menu? I don't believe no. so. No. <laughs> it might be. So, uh, are you guys. And I say this more to Eli because he knows what a fan I am, but Ty, you can chime in too. Are okay. you guys as nervous about playing Kentucky, Georgia playing Kentucky, as I am right now? No. I don't think you should be he's nervous. Been in, he's been arms about it all. He, he thinks they're going to hey, man, Kentucky's going to come in and just like roll up. good. They look good against Florida, man. They're okay, good. so have you seen the updated odds on winning the it's national like, championship? No. So as of yesterday, Georgia A&M's was now favored. a no, a and is not favorite. Georgia no. was like a thir- like thirteen to ten favorite, and I'm not saying that just because of the station, but yeah, they were they were a massive massive favorite to win the and national. Hasn't and hasn't Georgia only given up like two touchdowns all year? Something like that. They have like it's more incomplete ridiculous. passes than touchdowns given up. It's crazy. And and Kentucky's like a twenty one and a half point underdog, Greg. And yeah. it's in Athens. Yes, that helps. Between the hedges is critical there. Being but a yeah, I mean, point on the just means everybody wants to bet is betting on Georgia. It doesn't mean anything else. I won't touch twenty-one and a half with a ten-foot pole. No, I wouldn't. But bet, I, I wouldn't I would, bet it. But but I would definitely. If you if you had a bet bet on Georgia to win Kentucky straight up, you are you'd bet your next paycheck on that. On Georgia winning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I would. You want I that would, action? I would agree. No. Okay. No. Really, I think the only team that Georgia needs to worry about is Alabama. I, well, the, there's always Florida. Yeah, true. I guess Florida gave it's Bama a, a decent game a earlier in the year. So. Neutral, neutral site too, yeah. so you don't have the home field. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. Look at look at the rest of their schedule. They got okay. They got Kentucky today, Florida next week, Mizzou at Tennessee. But, but think about this: Florida will be their fifth top twenty-five team they're playing in a row. Yeah, that's. I mean, you're asking for a lot, and I just think at some point you're going to have a letdown. No, oh, it's I mean, certain. Even, it's certainly possible. There's, there's no doubt. But you, you being the eternal pessimist about it <laughs> probably isn't helping. Well, I, I'm not letting them know. 
<laughs> you don't. You don't think they're using anything you say as bulletin board material? <laughs> There's Craig's face as they first, walk into their my, locker room. Can you believe what this host of a local golf program <laughs> said about you guys? This is the first time since I've been in college that Georgia has a real shot at doing something special. So I am very nervous about it and excited. Doing too. something what you, special. What are you talking you about? They were, the fi- they were in the final four like yeah, three years ago. Last two years. They had them at second and 23 <laughs> yeah. in overtime of the national champ. I guess that, that's not special. I didn't. But did you ever think they were going to win that game? Even when Yes, they were I did. I did. Yeah. They had a chance. And then when they sacked him and it was second and 23 at the basically at the Alabama's own five, it felt like, I thought they would win. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> – but out. I guess, you know, <laughs> nothing special. Have you been asleep for the last few years? No. no. Yeah, boy. Who, who turned your mic on? Kern's yeah, calling Kern, you I was out, man. Say, Kern is just ball dragging you here on air. I love it. Kern, hey, don't let him talk talk to you that way. You are 100% correct here, and he is wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Eli. All right. So what else we got today on the greatness of country food? Well, we're going to have Dale Earnhardt Jr. on. And Dude. Dude. <laughs> Sir. Really? <laughs> no. What about no, senior? No. No. Um, he's de- um, deceased, oh, oh, sir. Oh, man. That wasn't good. No, you know what? Today is a big anniversary for us because this is our 200th show it is. as Country Force. Wow. As, as soon as it is over, they are pulling the plug. I can feel it coming. Wow. Maybe midway through. <laughs> I'm, honor- I'm honored to actually – I mean, do we get to our- – Craig and I included as a part of this 200th show. Sure, of course. Sure, of course. I mean, I'm very honored then. Well, you should, I mean, hey, so, so we're Eli, honored. We're honored that we get to talk to you as well. I've never been asked to be a guest. I mean, Ooh. maybe someday I can well, reach. I out, mean, we've but. we've co-hosted together multiple times. All right, so, so. Eli, best ball match: me and Will Zalatoris versus Conrad and Todd Hamilton. Bringing it back to. Do we have any chance? Uh. I think with two professionals versus just one, I think Will's a really, really good player. I just feel like two pros playing one pro and one amateur, they're probably going to have overall probably more legitimate looks at birdies. Um, but I think it could be interesting. I felt like it, it was a, maybe like a 10 or 15% advantage. Yeah, I, I would say that's probably about right. Yeah, I mean, you know, Will's a you know arguably a top – 15 player in the world now. I mean, that's that's moving your golf ball pretty good. Yeah. All right, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Y'all are actually going to do this? I don't know. Will's been texting us. He's in. Okay. Oh, well, look at that. Name, oh, name man, drop. just name and drop it. All right. No, he didn't text me. He texted Conrad. Oh, all right. Oh, well. So he was he was listening, or did you reach out to him first? No, he was listening. Cause wow, look at we that. Were, we were talking about. Uh, Craig had asked if I'd seen any crazy behavior at the airports or anything, and I said, not really. And Will was like, no, dude. He's like, we were on that flight to Portland, and that lady and you were sitting next to, and she just started to lose it about me not pulling my mask up immediately after I finished my water and ended up moving seats and the whole deal. I completely Boy, I, forgot I about that. Open opened the door to the plane and pitched her out. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, Kern loved dude, that. We, we haven't even – this we were we were out. I had sat down for all of seven minutes. The plane hadn't even pulled back from the gate yet. <laughs> hey Conrad, get you, uh, text Will back the uh, zucchini emoji and see what he does. <laughs> I don't think it's a zucchini. I think it's an eggplant. Eggplant, zucchini, I don't know. 
What's wrong with you? Why would he do that? Yeah. I don't know. I want to see what Will Zalatoris responds with. Like WTF? We got a top 15 player in the world texting us. Why would we want him to stop? No, I mean, I think you would think that's funny. Yeah, show your appreciation. Yeah. With an eggplant? Will, if you're listening, just... Reply back with what you think of the eggplant emoji. <laughs> yeah, actually send it. Yeah, oh, it's a man, poor idea. come on. Just showing your love for vegetables. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just trying to get, trying to Just get say, him to eat healthy. Say I was, I was eating this, and I want to see what you thought. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Oh, we go to Union Bear and eat eggplant. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> took a turn for the eggplant worst. Eggplant nachos. <laughs> All right, fellas. We got a big program ahead. It's Country Force 200 coming up next. Are there t shirts? (laughs) Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 967 and 1310, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus media station.